Hi, this is Kevin C. Mason from Jack Monkey Games, creator of Roll vs. Roll and Twitter geek extraordinaire, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're going to be jumping back into our Rogue Trader game tonight. Uh, it's been a couple of months in uh, in real time since we've played. It's going to be a real short recap. Uh, we got back to the mining colony. We found out that Kane was um, raiding along with some potential Xenos things. Uh, we got there. That turned out to be the case. Uh, we talked to Brant. He was the guy kind of in charge. He was sort of a dickhead. Uh, and and kind of held Venari accountable for like trying to get shit done. I mean, fucking guy, right? So we went and we fought Kane. It was real, real bad, and that's where it ended. <laughs> so that's it. Take it away, Neil. Real, real bad for who? I, you guys did pretty good against for me. Him. I almost got fucking killed. Uh, that, but like you didn't. So <laughs> in Road Trader, if you don't get killed, it went really well. <laughs> I mean. I mean, ostensibly, like, if I don't almost kill somebody, I'm not doing my job because there's no drama at all. So, um, yeah, so you're at his, you you killed him in his lair of Xenos. Uh, I mean, it's not really like a supervillain lair or anything. It's It's literally like, I mean, it's like a cave behind a waterfall that had very primitive looking, uh, you know, anything like you know there's like literal like tor- torches torches like literal physical torches not like some kind of like glowing crystal light thing or something and you know it looks like there may be some it, if you go back any any length uh of the way it doesn't really open up into a big cavern it kind of splits off into branching sort of cavernous tunnels you're not quite sure how far or deep those go into the earth. So, so after like Kane goes down, uh, Jarnan heals up Venari a little bit, and um, you know some of the things are sort of running off. The guys are shooting, you know, taking random pot shots. Venari's like, you know, leaning on his sword. He's got the power field off. He's all fucked up. He's bleeding. He calls the 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 skull over. And uh, has it flick on the um, the the box on it so that everybody can hear him? And he like like coughs up some blood. He's like, <coughs> looks down there, like wipes it on his fucking shirt. And you know he says, "Brothers," waits for people to kind of like stop. The time for a reckoning had come. The time to punish the traitor Cain and his foul Xenos minions for the wrongs perpetrated against the Emperor and his faithful servants. And you, waves his hand to, to the guys, answered the call. Some perhaps with fear, some with exultation. But once committed, you realized that the only outcome was our victory. The traitor has fallen, bitter, broken, and twisted. 
defeated in body and spirit. And while we rejoice in his defeat, we sorrow at the circumstances that brought one so close to us to lose faith and heart. I could not have blamed you for being the first to lose heart in the face of such savagery if we had not shared in your danger. Indeed, it would have been your right if you had done all the work merely for others to reap the rewards, and I could not blame you. But it is not so. You and I, we have shared the labor and shared the danger and the rewards. The glory is all for us. Gather the fallen so they may be given, shown the proper respect for their sacrifice, and let no man say that Venari Hollerman takes his men for granted. The legend of those who serve in the ranks of Hollerman's hunters will spread far and wide, and you will be respected and feared across the Calic sector and beyond, slayer of Chimera and the scourge of Xenos. For honor, for glory, for the god emperor. Yeah, you get a you get a rousing like the men are stoked. All of your uh yeah, all of your crew uh who helped defeat this menace are I mean, they're rejoicing. That that got them riled up. And I'll give you a plus five for this session to your crew because they feel super badass now. Nice. I mean, we're probably going to leave her in like 10 minutes and it won't matter. <laughs> Wait, I thought some of your ship crew was doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess there's... Uh, like, your ship crew will get it, too. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. You'll need it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so after they, like, all scream and they're kind of, like, patting each other on the back, he just, like, turns and, like, coughs up, like, a huge fucking, like, chunk of blood. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so then we investigate. And then the guy's like, dibs on your power sword. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Maya sees, sees Venari spit up all the blood and then looks to the other two and just arches his eyebrow, making sure Venari didn't see him. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> kind of could just kind of give, like, a little bit of a shrug as he puts his hood back on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look over I... to Jarnin. <laughs> <laughs> Jarnin's probably just shaking his head, like, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, now Jarnin's just kind of looking away, muttering under his breath, kind of rolling his eyes. <laughs> Fully what I expected. <laughs> we love you, Venari. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, so then we do the other thing that you said we go and investigate and look in the cave. So there's they don't okay, have sure, like yeah. any kind of we don't find anything. There's no like Xenos artifacts. There's no like there's the loot and shit that they stole, I guess, right? <laughs> the treasure. Uh you would likely find um supplies that were raided from the mining colony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not like not Xenos artifacts as in anything. It seems as if anything they were using that was non-primitive was modified to do as such, likely by Cain, mm-hmm. and using stolen goods from your the, the mining colony. So, stolen goods that no doubt they'd like to have back. Yeah, I was going to say, should we round that all up and take? Of course, yeah. Like you know, you would definitely be able to recoup some amount of the supplies and uh, building materials and that sort of thing that that were 
rated for sure. Yeah, he he would set the um, the mercs up to start like dragging shit out. We'll load up the uh, the shuttles and stuff because they don't. I mean, we're security, right? So they, it's not like they're going to send some engineers out here to like go dig around in caves to get their shit back. So, uh, I mean, so yeah, I mean, some of it is sort of in the caves. Others, you know, there are there are like encampments above ground as well near like near there mm-hmm. uh where where things are uh the the cave itself looked like it was sort of more of Kane's kind of lair and potentially there could be some Zenos deeper in you're not sure but based on what you've seen so far and based on the experience of uh, the the mining colony itself it, it wasn't really an issue other than the ones led by Kane himself. Um, it seemed to be him sort of convincing slash co-opting the local sort of primitives to kind of engage in his cause, whatever it might have been. Right. So it's it's. It doesn't seem to you that, like, if there were more of these creatures sort of down, like, Sans leader, they're not really going to likely have, like, they're not, no primitives other than ones led by him have raided the encampment. Okay. Yeah, so they just, yeah, they they just gather shit up, we'll put it in the shuttles and head back and uh, deliver all that stuff to the, uh, to the mining people. Okay. Weapons so being we a priority. Send them back and us stay and look around, or um, I mean, we could, I would send one shuttle back, maybe if you want to do that. I don't want to send them both and be stuck out here. <laughs> well, no, well, I didn't know if we were going to send some stuff back and we were going to stay and look around, or if we were going to go back with them. Um, he kind of like looks around. So I don't. I mean, he he pulls you a little bit closer and he says, "Look, I don't. I mean." That, that was that was pretty rough. I, I don't think I want to go fucking digging around down there right now. I mean, if if you well, you know, we could send the skull, see if there's anything down there worth fetching. Well, I think it would be probably prudent just to keep some people around in case there is a breakout of more Xenos from any of the tunnels. But yeah, I, I don't think we're in a position to go start digging around and searching ourselves. But we should probably keep someone here just to keep an eye on it. Well, I, I mean, before Kane, I mean, these things were here before. I don't, they don't seem to have bothered with the colony at all. I mean, it should be fine. Oh, because it, so that's that's the thing. These are kind of native, right? These aren't Kane rounded some things and brought them back down. He just took the people that are already here and whipped them into shape then, right? Yeah, I mean, he might have them stirred up. And, I mean, maybe they would, con- you know, try to continue his work. But, I mean they won't have the same tactical abilities that they would have under Kane. I mean, it should be easy enough for the mercs to uh, take care of anything that happens to stray in. If I may interject, Captain. Yes. I I would suggest, yes, as, uh, as you have so rightfully stated, they are not, uh, minus their leader, 
they will not be nearly as powerful as before or, or threatening. However, give a monkey a spear and it will still be uh, still be a threat, even if it does not know how to properly wield it. So I believe that uh, since we have the numbers here anyway, rather than leaving it up to the mercenaries and and uh, the the small contingent that will be left behind, perhaps, while we have the much greater numbers, it would behoove us to just simply eliminate the threat altogether instead of leaving it up to future worries. Uh, suppose we can do it now, then. Um, the men are riding on a high. Uh, just send them in and uh, see what they turn up. Then we'll send the. Do uh, you wish to to follow your? Um, kind of waves his hand. Your skills are uh, quite useful in uh, situations such as this. If we believe that there is anything of a uh, a warp or psychic phenomena down there, then I will be more than happy to follow the contingents down and provide an additional layer of information. Do you sense anything? Do I? Can I do a uh, <laughs> sign yes, essence I was, check? <laughs> yeah, I was just I was I was just waiting for a sign yeah. essence check. Yes, please. All right. Do I? Do I? <laughs> I believe that's what he says. That will be yeah. a twenty-four out of fifty-eight. Uh, you feel uh, three degrees. Okay. Uh, you feel no, um, warp, uh, energies Mm -hmm. from further in the, uh, the, the cave system. Mm -hmm. Uh, you do feel a bit, uh, of of a residual sort of warp signature in the area you're currently standing from your psychic... Uh, energy use as it was quite uh, effective slash powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but you feel nothing further in, Mm -hmm. at least from a warp taint, uh, you know, sort of standpoint, um, you don't feel anything. Sounds good. And so, you know, he'll stand there for a moment, focus on his third eye, open up the surroundings, and after after a few moments, he will say, I do not believe that there is anything further that has harnessed the warp, or uh, I do not sense any taint within the area. Well, we know that our quarry awaits us on Agusia. Indeed. So I think if we want to get Brandt maybe back on our side, why don't we deliver the supplies we've reclaimed and maybe give him and his guards a chance to come and clear out the caves and blow off a bit of steam if they want. That might let them feel a bit of vengeance for what has been done to them recently by um, all the people Kane rounded up. So let them do the dirty work of climbing around in the caves and leave us away from it. Um, Neil, do they have any of their own guards? Who? The, mine. the the mining folks, or is it just us? Well, you're their guards, so yeah, that's um, 
I mean, whether you brought all of your century, you, you know, whether your entire base came with you is. They didn't. Some of them stayed back to protect the uh, settlement, for lack of a better term. Yeah, case. I assume not everyone came, but for the most part, I mean, you are the hired guns. So yeah, yeah. The, the mining colony itself is miners and administrators and, you know, that sort of thing. Whereas, right. you know, you're the security slash don't let people fuck us up. Um, so some of you, um, uh, some of your guys are there, obviously, and then, then the rest remained behind. But yeah, yeah. for the most part, they're, they're there. So, so there's not like a guard contingent at the mine anyways. It's just us or whoever we bring. It, it's the yeah, mercenaries. Yeah, you're, you are hired security, essentially, for okay. the colony. And, well, I mean, essentially, you negotiated an outpost for yourselves in exchange for protecting the mining colony specifically. So, um, I just, it was my thought if there was anybody there that's native that stayed at the mine that they can come and do that. But if it's not, then I guess we have to have to do that. All right. So, so Venari just like sits down and he says, like waves for the skull. The skull comes over. He says, uh, go down in there, investigate the case. Keep your, uh, keep your pick recorder up. Um, uh, how how long would you like him to do that? Um, we have no idea how big the cave system is. I'd give him a half an hour. So, like, they're moving shit. They're collecting stuff up. So we're probably here for, like, an hour anyway. So maybe half hour in, half hour out, just to scope sure. around, see if there's anything that we need to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's out. pretty branching. Um, it, he, it comes back unharmed. Uh, as it's going through... Uh, it, there are, uh, what looks to be some sort of even less, uh, they're not sentient looking sort of creatures that sort of scuttle about in the caves. There are a handful of what the, of the primitive, uh, creatures that, that Kane had enlisted, uh, that it does run into sort of more shallow into the cave system versus deeper in they basically at the light from the from the skull sort of you know scurry away hide nothing too aggressive seems uh eminent from i mean it 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 maps you know however many it doesn't go in a straight line it kind of goes down and if it hits you know it'll go back and forth a little bit to kind of map it looks like there's a pretty you know, a somewhat intricate tunnel system, but you know, for the most part, seems benign. Other than, of course, there are stragglers of sort of the the whatever local species he had sort of gotten on his side. Um, based on your scans previously, there are more of them on the surface than. I mean, you couldn't penetrate all the way through the sort of cave systems, but it seems like they were probably more terrestrial on the surface than they were underground cave dwelling. It doesn't really seem like these were mines either. They seem sort of car, like either naturally formed or uh, formed by some sort of, you know, local fauna that sort of dug through them or, you know, created these sort of hive systems without, you know, they're not like mines where they have like, you know, wooden reinforcements or 
you know, that sort of stuff. Uh, it's not sure. like hewn stone or anything. It's a cave system. So, okay. Yeah. When it comes back, then he just, you know, they're finishing up loading shit, I guess, or whatever. And he says, look, this seems fine. I mean, we can't exterminate all these creatures. They were here before the mining colony. Um, let's take what we have, go back, return everything to Brant. Maybe it'll make him happy. He's probably, I mean, the guy's an asshole, let's face it, but you know, it'll make him a little happier, I guess. And we'll have earned our pay for this one for sure. Take everything back and see if, uh, Brant has a different view of us now. Cool. Um, can, can I reach the heretics pain from the shuttle? Probably yep. right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so tell me if this is feasible or not, because I don't know how long we're actually going to be on the planet. Sure. Venari would like to have like a hundred patches made for the for the squad now, because like they're just like regular mercs and shit. So like he wants Hollerman's hunters patches made and flown down to the surface before they leave. Okay. I. Uh, I mean. Come on, yeah, that's easy. That's that's nothing. Yeah, you can get that. I mean, there's like, yeah, thousands and thousands of people on the ship. I yeah, assume you have to- you have the resources to easily make that sort of thing. Um, okay. Without yeah, within. I mean, if it's like yeah, if it were like fifty thousand of them, maybe I'd have it take a couple hours. But like, if you need a hundred or you know, even five hundred or a thousand, like you could make someone could sew those or produce those out of some sort of material that you have for sure. All right, cool. So, so he, uh, so he calls up for that and he tells him to bring him that to bring along with that, a couple of cases of his personal Amasic brand. And he's going to throw the guys a party before they take off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your, your, uh, your command crew on the bridge, uh, agrees and says they'll make sure it is there within uh, likely take two hours with getting everything ready and getting a shuttle down. So two, maybe three if if something gets held up. But no. And we were like a half hour out to the cave or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So that's pretty good timing then. Yeah. Cool. Alright. You get back and Doc, you, you obviously get clearances. They you know your shuttle signature. Uh, Brant is standing on the landing pad as you disembark. Well, hello there. Seems uh, I hope everything has been taken care of. Seems quick. Says, uh, Mr. Brant, uh, the problem has been rectified. Uh, we have... The uh, stolen, uh, the stolen material, uh, returned to you, to do as you see fit. The traitor Kane has been killed. A uh, sort of grin comes across his face. Excellent. So it seems we haven't been paying you for nothing. You're quite effective. We are in your debt, and you've returned many of the goods. These resources will really help us expand our mining capabilities. He took some rather important items, uh, in particular some of the mining uh, equipment. Uh, seems you've gotten 
intact, uh, even. Um, but he looks kind of, he kind of looks as people are unloading shuttles and some things. And there's like a, a, uh, like a couple engineer sort of maintenance facility guys kind of like giving thumbs up. He's like, excellent. It seems our progress won't be hindered. I appreciate your hard work. And of course, uh, I'll put in a good word with our merchant house, uh, letting them know that we did not choose poorly uh, in your security uh, watch for our company. Uh, we seem to have uh, finally found someone who can deliver on their promises. He straightens up, and as he gets to his full height, he kind of like fucking winces because his fucking ribs are broken or whatever. And he kind of coughs again. <laughs> um, yes, we um, we honor our word, and these men are worth every penny. He just kind of like sweeps his hands so the guys sort of like milling around, moving shit and whatever. Indeed, and perhaps uh, worth a bonus. Uh, I'll make sure your men are well taken care of, uh, as uh, I'm sure you have matters to attend to. You look as if, uh, if you need any medical facilities, uh, we obviously are well outfitted. Uh, the mines are a dangerous place. So we have uh, more than enough uh, expertise, uh, should you need it. Uh, I appreciate all your sacrifices. I may seem as if uh, I drive a hard bargain. Uh, that's only because there's a heavy pressure for me to deliver in this position, and you never know with mercenaries whether they take the job seriously or not. Uh, they are the most serious. I find in my line of work that you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. Uh, perhaps, perhaps. I'll take that into advisement. I would uh, indeed like to avail myself of your hospitality then. I've taken a little bit of a beating myself. Ah, well, come then. Uh, I appreciate your services. And of course, your men uh, are more than welcome to uh, take advantage of any of our facilities as well. Uh, follow me, if you will. I'll show you to the medical bay. And as well, uh, I'll make sure some refreshments and uh, more of our fineries are rolled out for you and your men. Uh, I think today's worthy of a celebration. I thought we would be well behind schedule at this point, but now I believe we will make quite a hefty profit this quarter. Excellent. And he he uh, like throws an arm over his shoulder. <laughs> Still kind of walking. More to almost lean on him than in a. He, than he leads you through. Uh, there, they do have a quite well equipped uh, medical bay. Um, it seems as if you know, aside from. You know, obviously, mines being quite, you know, sort of rudimentary work. Uh, the facilities are quite well outfitted. The merchant house uh, that he works for is not, uh, they are not on the decline. They have well-equipped facilities. Their med bay uh, is, is fairly sophisticated. Uh, and it does look like they are pretty well funded. So they're able to take care of you. Um, any wounds that anyone has uh, are able to be taken care of. I mean, I would assume you, I mean, unless you're really wanting to leave like that day per se, uh, you can certainly take enough time to heal up and uh, prepare yourself sort of for the next go around. 
Yeah, if, if if we yeah, like he would confer with with uh, the rest of the crew. Um, he comes comes back out, sort of like wrapped up. He's got his armor off and everything. He says, uh, "Jarnan, I know uh, we have a mission that lays before us, uh, laid out by the uh, wisdom of the ecclesiarchy, uh, but perhaps a, a few days rest and prayer could help set us to success against our common foe." I would agree that a few days rest would do us good, which you can get on the ship since we finished the mission you wanted to go on, and now it's time for you to keep your promise to me. Of course, Jarnan, as long as you've known me, I've always kept my promises to you. Uh, It seems that we should take the opportunity to perhaps mend some fences here. I would also like to... Check to see the progress of our uh, base here and make sure that they are keeping to their word. How many days would you like to stay here? I would kneel. What would it take to heal up? I have th- <laughs> three health. <laughs> Out of what? 14. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the game mechanics are, but I'm going to say know. you're going to need at least a month at that Ooh, point. A month? That, that's harsh. Um, but you I, couldn't do that on the ship in warp, per se. Like, you would need, you need, like, actual, like, rest slash care. So you couldn't just, like, be like, oh, I in, we're in the warp for three months or whatever. You need to, like, take a rest at that point and, like, do, like, be rested. Uh, if you took a week, uh, you can get a quarter of that back. If you take two weeks, you get a half. That sort of thing. Um, or you, if you go somewhere else, like you could go to somewhere and also still be resting um, once you get there as well. Um, but you're going to need time at that point because that's pretty. That's pretty. That, that's pretty rough. Well, I know Jordan is not going to give me a month. <laughs> um, eh, yeah. it's a real, he's a real hard driver. See, uh, well, the uh, doctors here suggested that uh, recovery could take up to a month, and he immediately like puts his hands up, like, I know, I know. Um, perhaps a week, uh, just to get my feet back under me. I, the vagaries of the warp being what they are, I, we could be a month in the warp. We could, be, we could arrive before we left, but I will be no good in a battle against a warp demon the way I am now. I would agree that you are not much use in a battle against a warp demon, uh, especially now that you're injured. So I can bargain with you. The doctors say they want to give you a month. How's three days? (laughs) Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. I feel that Three days may not be quite enough. Uh, let's call it five. Well, if we're going to stay here for five, might as well stay here for the whole week. There is wisdom in your words, Jarnan. There's also wisdom in the God Emperor, and maybe you should pray a little harder, and you will come close to death less often. His wisdom speaks through you, his holy vessel. And you are a kiss-ass. Jordan, you know me too well. 
Mm-hmm. A week, then. And we shall slay your demon. Yes. Now go rest up, get healed. If you want, while we are en route after the week, I can also give you medical attention. Ah, most prudent. Uh, that was going to be my question. Does anyone have Medicaid to additionally help for his week they're going yeah. to give? I do. Well, are you going to do that? <laughs> is the question. Yeah, mainly because it serves a greater good. <laughs> okay. Uh... When, when I walk away from Jarnan, he sees me pulling the flask out from, from underneath the robe that I'm in. I'm going to run after him and grab the flask out of his hand. <laughs> whoa, whoa. What? Jarnan? What's in this? Uh, medicine. Is it, al- <laughs> is it alcoholic in nature? It may have an alcohol base. It's it's all, you know, it's all the same. You do know alcohol thins your blood and makes it take longer for you to heal. So for the next week, you're sober. Like he just like he sags visibly. <sighs> he he just like he holds out the flask to you. <laughs> I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it in a pocket of my robes. You can have this back when we arrive. <laughs> oh. he, he, like, he checks his chronometer and he's uh, weak, huh? <laughs> Depends on how long it takes us to get through the warp. <laughs> Five days it is. <laughs> he just kind of like trundles off now like he's sad. If we spend a month in the warp, I'm going to laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, I rolled a 90. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, so are you doing Medicaid to help him? Yeah. Uh, give me a roll for Medicaid. Uh, let's see. What is it? Intelligence. I got... I, I just rolled a 97. Oh my god. <laughs> you, don't, you don't give him any additional help. Wow, you could have really gotten some good wounds back if he would have rolled well. Yeah. He's that, like poking his wounds. wounds. Are you sure you're not drinking? Poke, poke. He's like, I don't think this is healing right. You've been drinking for sure. Poke, poke. <laughs> and you're like, that's bleeding more. No, it's the drinking. It thins the blood. Yeah, that sounds about right. Damn it. <laughs> Eh, I'm gonna say it's tough love. He's also detoxing, which you know, He's got the shakes. probably explains it. He probably does have the shakes. <laughs> I got the DTs. <laughs> I'm not trying to poke you. Stop shaking. So, so a quarter of fourteen is three and a half. So, am I gonna get three wounds four. or four wounds? Okay. Four. Four. Good. And then I'll say, I don't know what the rule is, but I'll say, yeah, depending on the time, you'll get half wounds recovered. We'll say half wounds during travel time, warp time. So I, so he's he's dry at the party with the guys then, like that, <laughs> that first night. I guess I'm assuming this happens like the first day. So they're okay, all like I having wanna, a great time. I need a, will, I need a willpower roll. Oh, I'm gonna fail that. All right. Um, shit. Uh, what's my willpower here? 
do I have anything to boost that? <laughs> <laughs> is this a fear roll? Can I re-roll that? <laughs> nope. This is not a fear roll. What? So ever. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, fifty-six out of forty. You nope. lose the hit point. You. <laughs> oh, you don't. It, out drinking doesn't have anything to do with wound healing, but you get drunk as fuck. <laughs> like you are partying, and Jarnan notices. Oh, for sure. He's like trying to hide it, right? So in the beginning, so like, like he's got a big coat on and shit. So he'll like he'll take a drink and then he's kind of like holding it under his coat and then he's like looking around. I mean, around to be fair, he didn't just start drinking, but the guys are all like, "Commander, uh, Lord Captain, you have to, you know, you, you have to toast with us. Uh, we've we took out that traitor for the sake of the God Emperor." Ah, and then eventually, I mean, you just. You feel bad. You can't just tell them no forever. So you <laughs> take a couple drinks, and then you take a couple more drinks, and then I, it's yeah. really good amasek. I imagine at one point Venari sitting on, uh, sitting in his captain's chair, and the servo skull comes over with a cup of amasek. You're just fucking no, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he starts like, like fake drinking, right? Like doing shots, and then like. It just keeps hitting his lips, and then he just like starts drinking, and then starts yeah. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> but you're there for a couple days, and it's like a couple day party. Oh shit, that's real bad. <laughs> it was a big win. Okay. Well. Yep. So, is there a storage area in the uh, servo skull? Is there like a place where you can stick stuff in? <laughs> So we removed the the last pistol, I believe, is cannon now. So like there is a space underneath because the claws There's... typically hold my bottle of Amasek. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I'd imagine there's like a, a small serving kit in there, like a shaker and some Amasek, a couple of highballs. Yeah, could be. I mean, I don't think this still. Yeah, if nothing else, it can definitely hold a bottle of Amasek, yeah. and definitely has like the picked recorder and a last pistol, and you know, a few other little tools. But you know, it definitely can hold a bottle of booze. At this it usually point. does. Like yeah. that. It's pretty. That's pretty standard at this point for you. So I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When the service call comes by, I'll make sure Jarn is not looking, and I'll slip my flask into it, and then I'll smack it on its ass and send it on its way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do, <laughs> man. Even your crew's selling you out. <sighs> Kainok was right. <laughs> oh, the God Emperor is a patient being. <laughs> I, I feel like at some point, like Jarnan or um, Venari kind of like stumbles up to you, like thinking it's somebody else. And, like, <laughs> throws an arm around you, and he's got like a glass in his hand, and then he's like, uh, uh, and he like throws it over his shoulder, hits some guy in the fucking head. <gasps> Jarnan, um, uh, how are you doing? I am well. How are you? Uh, I am on the mend. Clearly. You know what? I'm going to put my hand out. Be like, How about we shake on this and just 
accept that it was a good victory. Uh, sure. And he, like, cautiously, like, puts his hand out to you. I'm going to shake his hand and then kind of pull it towards me a little bit and go, I told you not to drink. And I'm going to press the red-hot copper wire that I was holding in my other hand onto his forearm. God! <sighs> Heretics burn. Don't lie to me again. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, give me a toughness roll. Fail this one too. <laughs> a forty. Oop, out of the box. Uh, 93. <laughs> uh, you take a wound from that, it really hurts. <laughs> it's kind of bleeding a little. Uh, I, I assume you just, like, walk away. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Pretty soon your arms are going to have as many burn marks as Jarnan's. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is the first time. Nope. It's at least the second that I can remember. <laughs> Minari should know better, but he's a little drunk, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say, I guess. I'm gonna stay at the party. Keep an eye out. <laughs> It's like the I, teachers at the school dance, yeah. staring at everybody. I think like Minari tries to extricate himself out of the party. Then, like that's <laughs> him up quite a bit. So yeah, at that point you can definitely yeah you might you, you can slip out without anyone noticing <laughs> or like caring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Jarn had definitely noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast, the Night Owl Blend, which is a rich, dark roast, and the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew, or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.